Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Monique Chapman Show, where self-help connects with spirituality. Our supportive community of forward-thinking experts share tools for you to live a better life. I am so happy that you're here today. We're going to be speaking with Marie on, oh, let me get this out, Fogreloas, and she is the author of Angels, the Definitive Guide to Angels from Around the World. And and guys, I say Monique well with uh, French, but the other names I kind of have to phonetically get through. But we're going to take your calls this hour, so the phone lines are open. You can give us a call at 914-205-5641. Again, that number is 914-205-5641. Give us a call and get in on the conversation. Now, a bit about me for my new listeners. Intuitive since birth, I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience providing results-oriented consultations. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing information which enables you to become a master builder of your life. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I authored Getting Your M&Ms, the Men and Money book, and Masterful Choices, the Key to Easy, Effective Change. I provide consultations and healings regarding relationships, business, career, money, and love that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your life to the fullest. Now, I've been told by my clients that I keep it real while providing accurate information and profound deep healings as they face the lessons they agree to learn in this particular lifetime. I invite you to... uh, like and follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and connect with me on LinkedIn. My opt-in newsletter, Healing News, is available through my website, and that is MoniqueChapman.com. My guest this hour, Marie Ange, let me get this right, Fogay Rolas is an award-winning French author, speaker, and screenwriter. Uh, Marie is best known for her best-selling historical novel Conspiracy on the Nile, released throughout Europe in 1996. Following her popular and critically acclaimed novel, Marie released more than 13 books, ranging from epic period pieces to historical romance, uh, supernatural drama, suspense, as well as self-help and esoteric uh, spiritual non-fictions. Now, you can find out more about her by... um, Checking out her website, and I'm going to spell it all for you. That's M-A-R-I-E-A-N-G-E-F-A-U-G-E-R. One more time. M-A-R-I-E-A-N-G-E-F-A-U-G-E-R-O-L-A-S. Dot com. Now, say her name five times fast, okay? I challenge you. Welcome, Marie. Hello, Monique. Hello, everybody. I'm very excited to be with you today. I, I am so glad that you um, have uh, connected with me. I um, can't wait to do this interview. Uh, you have created quite a book. Um, folks, this book is 545 pages long. 
okay? And it's all about the angels, all about the angels. And she's put together a very comprehensive guide, um, A to Z, about angels and different ways to interact with them, have them in your life, put them out of your life if you want to. Not a good not a good uh, way to go through life, but if that's what you want to do, you don't have them around. Even how to interact with angels, with angel readings, essential oils, um, and uh, gemstones. So, Marie, how did you get this interest in angels going? Oh, well, this, um, you mean the story, the book, or um, No, your, just your interest in angels, period, you know, when whenever you oh, yes. started that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I started, I was very young, I was four years old, <laughs> so that was my first oh, experience. Wow. Yes, uh-huh. it was very interesting, because at that time, of course, at four years old, you don't know what's happening, and I would like to tell our listeners that Sometimes your children or yourself experience something weird. You don't know what that is. But most of the time, an angel comes to you and manifests. And so this is why I would like to tell you my experience so that you understand that if you've been through that kind of experience as well, it's not something bad. It's something beautiful. And uh, sometimes you question it, and it's definitely an angel. So what happened to me, I was on my tricycle when I was four years old, and I was uh, riding pretty fast. And all of a sudden, I saw a light right in front of me that came out of nowhere, a very bright light, and I wondered what it was. So I stopped, I stared at the light, and the light approached, like, you know, it came to me, like, very slowly, and came through me, and throughout my body, and I felt a sensation of immense love, pure love, and that was absolutely incredible because at four years old you feel the sensation of being loved by some something beyond your, your comprehension and that was really a, a, an unbelievable experience but after a while I was wondering what was that and I had no idea what that was so um, the, from this experience I started being connected to the supernatural world beyond the veil. And I could see ghosts, and uh, I had a lot a lot of experiences, and I started reading a lot of um, historical or uh, uh, metaphysical books about ghosts, about supernatural, and I was, like, you know, enjoying that so much. And I felt so attracted to the supernatural that really my life was oriented towards supernatural. Really, everything I was doing was with a supernatural idea behind my, uh, as a back thought. And definitely, I understood later on that my experience when I was four was definitely an angel because love was in my heart like, like the absolute truth. And this is what I still believe. After so many years, I know love is the only truth in this world. If we have love, if we give love, if we receive love, we are a different person. We are happy, we're, we're fine, our health improves. No matter what we go through, our difficulties, if we're too hand-in-hand uh, hand to face it, it's, it's even better, much better. We, we just face things with more enthusiasm and, 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 um, and confidence. So love is the absolute key. And this is why I wrote these novels and I wrote a lot of things about love and including love. And this book on angels includes a lot of love. And I would say when I wrote this book, um, it was on my path. It was not planned. I didn't really intend to write this book. But my publisher in Canada told me one day, well, I would like you to write a book on angels. And I stared at him and I said, really? And, and it was this book. 
And mm-hmm. that's interesting because I would like to tell our audience, because sometimes we go on a path that is not really what we like to do, what we want to do, and we think of something else. And I would tell you, it's never too late to change path. It's never too late to find love. My mother uh, found love because she, she was a widow. My, my father passed away. Uh, I was 27 and she was uh, 55. And um, she was this widow and she was by herself. And she met somebody at 78 years old. So it's never too late. And it's her. never too late. Yes, it's, it's, uh, now she's 87 and they're still together. They don't live mm-hmm. together, but they are still together. And um, this, is, this is great. And I would like to tell you, never give up on something that you want. Never give up on a dream. There's always a way to achieve your dreams. And especially with, if you connect to the angels, you will find a way to achieve your dreams. And this is always uh, what I thought. And this is exactly what I'm doing because I always dreamt that I would come to America. And I'm in America. I've not, not, I've not been here for so long, like for four years. But I absolutely love it here. And I want to stay here. And I, I told the angels, leave me in America. I want to stay there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think you have a little bit to say about that too. But, you know, your subtitle for the book is, you know, Angels Around the World. Why Angels Around the World? Um, and is there a difference? Oh, yes, because a lot of people believe in what is angels for certain people or believe in entities, uh, spiritual entities, uh, great energies, spirits, whatever. I would just like to explain the difference between a spirit and an angel. That is important so we understand that everybody has uh, a different belief. A spirit is a human being that passed on, that cannot leave the, the, the material plane, and that is still wandering in this limbo. That is a spirit. It could be an evil spirit or a good spirit. That is a spirit. And an angel is very different. An angel is a being of light and energy. And I insist on this. Angels are not human beings. They are, uh, there's only two cases of uh, human beings that became angels in the Bible. It's Metatron uh-huh. and Sandalphon. right. <clears throat> yes, but they're not human beings. And they're, because they're energy, they're more powerful than human beings. They're very powerful. And angels from around the world, because in many religions, people believe in angels who are uh-huh. beings of light, beings of um, energy, and messengers. The, the, the meaning of angel is messenger. And for uh-huh. instance, uh, you have in um, uh, Zoroastrianism, in, you have the... Uh, 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 in um, I'm thinking uh, Islam, in uh, in um, Jewish Jew- Jew- uh, Jewish <laughs> Judaism, sorry, uh-huh. in Judaism you have a lot of uh, of angels uh, really uh, very present in the text in the scripture, and uh-huh. also in in um, in for Native Americans as well they call it the Thunderbird, who is the that is the bird coming to us and sending us messages and helping us and sending good energy and he's connected to the Great Spirit. So no matter what we call this, these these entities, they're spiritual entities good, loving messengers, they are everywhere. Buddhists as well, Hinduism uh, also Uh believes in in angels, in different angels. So this is why I wanted to say that these creatures, no matter the religion you believe in or your own belief, regardless of all these personal beliefs, these Uh creatures are pure love, pure light. They come from the same source. They are the same entities. They just have different names and different 
understanding, but the, the result is the same. Once we connect to the angels, we connect to all the creatures that the people believe in. Okay. So when we make this connection to the angels, is it possible for anyone uh, to do this, and is it fairly easy to do, or do we have to go through some type of ritual? Well, that is a very good question. Um, it is very simple. The first thing, really simple. It, we need to really get in our mind that connecting to the angels is a very simple thing. There's a lot of rituals in my book because it's for specific purposes. So if you have mm-hmm. a very simple request, you can just uh, be in your kitchen cooking or be in your car stuck in the traffic, and you can mm-hmm. call on the angels and ask them something you, you want. You want comfort, you want reassurance, you want to feel their energy, you want to feel their presence, you want to ask this for a sign. Whatever you ask, it is going to be heard and it's going to be satisfied and you're going to see something happening. Um, There is also these rituals and and creating an altar that is very interesting when you have a big request. And let me tell you something that happened to me. I was in a very bad situation financially. I was really borderline and I needed a new car and I couldn't afford it. And it happened years ago, like 10 years ago or something. I really was really, really bad and with my children we performed a ritual we put uh, we set up an altar we put a table um, cloth on the altar white and with all uh, our items and stuff and we created a ritual for abundance and uh, to help me buy this new car uh-huh. and that is absolutely incredible that was in november and in december on december 23rd i received a phone call on my on my cell phone Somebody who told me, oh, you won a lottery. And I said, what is the joke? I never believed in lottery, and I didn't do anything with lottery. And my son, my, two of my sons told me they went to a credit card lottery. That was my credit card. Uh, uh-huh. I gave them the invitation. There was a lottery and a cocktail, whatever. They went there, and they put um, the lottery ticket in, an, um, in the jar, and I was picked. And I was really, I, I was in disbelief, and I said, no, that's not true. And I won a brand new car that I got in wow. April. This uh-huh. happened. That is absolutely incredible. It did happen. But for this reason, we did perform a ritual because it was something important, and we needed to really gather all our energies to connect to the angels. And they, they heard my prayer, and I had uh-huh. never, ever won anything in my life. And that was an incredible experience. Okay. So you can well, you know, perform rituals uh, anytime. Mm-hmm. Well, th- why don't you di- dig a little bit deeper into this particular ritual that you did around money? Because there's so many people right now that are struggling and in fear. And um, my experience has been that when I'm in fear, I can't create her, can't create anything positive anyway. So <laughs> can you dig a little bit deeper, give us a little bit more juicy detail so that people will want to just run out and buy your book? Um, Well, you you can do different rituals, but for this one, um, I'm just telling you ideas that pop in my mind because this is what I like to do because I'm in the energy flow and I'm, you know, connected to the angelic vibration. So what I feel right now telling our listeners today is that if you want to perform a ritual to earn money, have a better job, to get a, a pay raise, to earn more money, whatever you do, and to see your your financial situation uh, become really uh, uh, stable, it's important 
to ask the angels exactly what you want. Be very specific. And I insist point, you need to be extremely specific. Um, just show you an example. If you sit in a restaurant, you say, I just want food. What are they going to bring you? The cook is not going to bring you exactly what you want. So it's the same thing with angels. If you want to ask something, be very specific. For instance, I want to find a new job in this type of field, in this city, and I want to, I want to, to be paid this amount of money. So be extremely specific. And whatever you do, so once you have uh, set up your, uh, your mindset on exactly what you want, you can, I suggest that you, you take a little table, like a coffee table or whatever it is, in a place that where you will not be disturbed, that is important, and you set up your altar, you put a white tablecloth on this uh, little table, and you add two cups of one with salt and one with water, and this is protection. And on on the side, on the angle of the table, if it's a round table, you put it uh, on the extremity of the table. Uh-huh. And once you have this, you use a white candle, a tall candle, on um, on a candlestick, and okay, a you paper burn candle. incense. Okay. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, you you burn incense, and I suggest frankincense for this purpose is good. Uh, you okay. can also burn patchouli if you if you want. It's, it makes it very strong, and if you you can mix patchouli and frankincense, there's no problem with it. Uh, don't okay. forget to air out once you burn the incense because it's not good to breathe that you inhale the incense. Uh, after you finish the ritual, you air out. So you do this, and you are very connected. So the first step, you sit cross-legged, or you sit in the position that you feel more comfortable in, and uh-huh. you ask the angel to come to you, and you invoke Satkiel. So I'm going to spell his name for you, T-A-S-A-D-K-I-E-L, Satkiel. Satkiel is the archangel, very powerful, who is going to connect you to to abundance, like really the uh, abundance in the global idea of abundance. And then Uh you're going to tell him, I'm connected to abundance, and now this is exactly what I need. And you will explain to him what you need out loud, and he will hear what you're asking for. And then okay. you will relax your body like a little meditation and take three, take three deep breaths like you inhale and breathe out very, very uh, slowly to take uh-huh. out all negativity and fears. I suggest you can do three times if you're not used to meditating. And if you are used to meditating, it's better to do it seven times. So you're, you have a deep cleaning with your breath. Once you've done this, you light your incense, your candle, you burn your incense, and uh-huh. you meditate in front of your altar. You connect to Tzadkiel, and you visualize this beautiful angel. So I want to tell you that an angel has no form. An angel has no tangible existence. What we see in our mind is just a picture. We portray the angels in a certain way because we need to see them. Because we humans, energy doesn't talk to us. <laughs> so we need to visualize. Therefore, visualize Satkiel, this beautiful creature of love and light, 
as an angel, the way you want to see this angel, with wings, without wings, with a, um, a beautiful white gown, with a golden girdle, with um, fair hair, blue eyes, or you can picture him in a very different way. Just see what happens. Let uh-huh. the energy flow inside and see what happens. And picture this angel and then ask him more and more, with more details, what you exactly want. And once you've done this, you stay in meditation for at least 20 minutes because something specific, you need a cycle of energy and it's 20 minutes. So once you start, you have your time and you know that you need to be in meditation for 20 minutes for a cycle of energy. And the angel will come. You will feel his presence. Either it's um, a little uh, draft or you will hear like a flapping of wings or you will see a feather appearing out of nowhere. You will see the flame that flickers, the, the candle uh-huh. flame that flickers. You will hear sounds like celestial sounds, and you will also feel energy in the palm of your hands, and you will feel energy in your body, like tingling, like the warmth of the energy uh-huh. of the angel. And you will also can feel a tap on your shoulder. All these physical experiences are the connection with the angel. And okay. once you've done all this after 20 minutes very very important thank the angel and uh-huh. thank him and tell him holy archangel Chatkel, i thank you from the bottom of my heart and you can repeat this three times because it shows that you are very thankful for what you uh-huh. asked for and for his presence at that moment and for what he's going to do for you um and the result it's there is always a result I want to tell our listeners today, you don't be afraid if the result is not right away. Angels take time because they want to understand that when you need something, they want to make sure everything is fine around. For instance, if you ask for a job in another city, they want to make sure you will find a house, you will find a place to live. So uh-huh. they have a very, very high perspective on your life and they know how to uh, intervene and when and it's not always when we want so it's their <laughs> plan it's not necessarily ours so if we don't have the same time we don't live on the same time but be patient and just feel connection with the angels and ask again oh uh, holy archangel don't forget about my request you can ask him uh, every now and then or as often as you want and he will be very by your side anyway but Sometimes the reward happens in a way that is completely unexpected. Really, like what happened to me was completely unexpected. And sometimes it's not what you expected. You're going to meet somebody who's going to tell you about another person who's going to finally find you the job. It's not necessarily because you answer an ad and just uh, you are hired uh, this way. It can be in very different ways, but it doesn't matter. It's going to happen, and be very trustful, very faithful, and I can tell you right now, the energy is very strong, and uh, uh-huh. I send it to you, and I share it with you, because I feel it, it's very strong. Oh, so, well, thank you. <laughs> Go thank, ahead. Thank. Do it. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you um, very, very much. Now, um, I, I want to uh, you, you mentioned, you know, the white candle and all of that. When you're doing this type of ritual, is it important to wear white? Because I noticed one of the rituals in your book um, that I remembered, you, you know, it was important to wear white and it was important to have your space with no, you know, cell phones going off or, you know, dogs or cats around. So how important is it for the um, uh, atmosphere to be a certain way? 
Oh, that's a very good question, Monique. Uh, yes, it's very important to be in a, in, in a very uh, area for yourself, that you, you're not going to be disturbed. You leave the animals uh, in, a, in another room. Uh, you need to be in a place that is quiet. And uh, if you want to listen to classical music or Zen music, it's perfect. But when you start praying and meditating, it's good to stop the music because the music is going to, you know, to, to be distracted. You, it's not good to be distracted. It's good to be really focused. So okay. just when you prepare, you know, you can listen to music. It's great. Play it and stop it just when you start your meditation. And uh, it's important that you have a proper candle. White, uh, because this it depends on the request. If it's for love, it's a pink candle. Uh, if it's, uh, you have different purposes. If you call for um, uh, different stuff, you, you need a golden candle or different colors or purple. But for money, I would suggest that a white candle. And uh, it's very easy to find anyway. So that's no big deal. And, and incense is easy to find as well. So it's not very complicated. And do it with your heart. When you set up your altar, do it with your heart, with this little cup with salt and water, and think this is protection. It, it's uh, it to um, ward off uh, negative energies that would try to interfere. And you create a very uh, holy uh, and sacred altar that is very clean and very... Pure, and this is what you do with your heart. So, don't forget to be in a place that you where you won't be disturbed, and if possible, close the windows so you won't have um, interference from the uh, outside world. Yeah. Yes. Now, yes. Now, mm-hmm. it's important because in your book you have angel days, you have hours. So, how important is it to go from the broad down to the very focused with doing uh, a ritual on a certain day or at a certain time? Well, it's it's always um, eating. It, there is no obligation. It's just that when you choose the day and choose the hour, it's going to make the ritual stronger because you are on the right frequency. For instance, if you okay. want to connect to Michael, Archangel Michael, uh, you ask him to protect you from negativity, from evil, from uh, negative people, uh, negative influences. Ask Michael. He is the one. He's so powerful, and you should. If possible, do your ritual on on a Sunday because he is very powerful on Sunday. He works with the sun, so it's good to know. This is why, you know, in my book, I specified which angel works which day, Raphael for health. It's more uh, Wednesday. So, you know, it's it's, it's not mandatory. It's just like it makes the the ritual stronger and more connected Mm -hmm. to the right frequency. Okay. Okay, well, great. Uh, that's good to know because if you're going to do it, you might as well maximize your efforts if you can all at all do that. Now, you know, right. people talk a lot about um, guardian angels and personal angels. Are they the same thing? Oh, that's um, that's uh, let's be very clear. We all have two angels with us. One is the one he uh, he is our angel. We have our, an angel for us. Uh, he's the guardian angel. He will be with us any time. From he's there with us from the the day we were born until we pass on. The uh-huh. guardian angel never leaves us, and he calls on uh, the the really uh, he calls out the the real archangel who need to interfere or intervene in a, in any uh, dramatic situation. And we uh-huh. also have an angel of birth. Uh, this is why uh, I think people say it's uh, the our angel or a different angel. So this angel of birth is the other one who is very close to us, and he is the one that you can find 
according to your date of birth, in between four days, and he is protecting the people who were born in between these four days. So you'll find it in the book as well. And um, this is an angel who is very close to us, very protective, and he can have different um, uh, functions. The, the uh, guardian angel is really protecting and calling out the archangels when, when he needs them to interfere for us. And also, he, he, he's uh, watching all the time, you know, watching out all the time if something happens. And we need to connect to him. Sometimes we forget about the guardian angel who is always by our side. And he uh, interferes with the, 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 the great archangel. And I would like to specify that there are different levels of angels. The angels, yep, that's the where archangels. I was going next. So, so why don't you explain that to us? So <laughs> that's where I was going next. <laughs> and it's important to know that an angel is an entity of love, of energy. And whatever the function is, it's going to be a different name, but the, the, the essence of an angel is always the same. Whether you call on an angel, on your guardian angel, on your birth angel, or a very high archangel like Michael, they are the same. They, are, they have the same love in their heart, let's say in their heart, <laughs> and they, they will love you as much as they can, as really like God sends them uh, love, and it's pure love. The only difference is that they are more powerful, like a very... Uh, powerful archangel like Michael, like Raphael, like Uriel, like Gabriel, who are very famous and very powerful archangels, they have many functions at the same time. This is what they do. They they can, from the, for instance, Michael. Uh, everybody knows Michael. Right. He is the protector against evil. That is very important. He leads, um, in the Bible, he leads the armies of angels uh, against um anything negative they fight demons because obviously if there is good energy there is bad energy and uh, sometimes we have to face that and negative people who are influenced by 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 demons let's call it this way because this is how it is uh, by very negative energy and i absolutely believe that isis all these men who are becoming beasts it's not right it's not a human being who does this and I believe it's the influence of pure evil that makes them react this way and act this way. And for this hor- horrendous deeds, killing people, beheading people, torturing people, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, raping people, this is not human. This is really, unless you have mental uh, uh, difficulties or mental um, sickness, otherwise uh-huh. not, n- human, human beings don't do this. And this is definitely uh, the the impact of, of evil in this world so if you fight but, evil but, hold, hold on, on let me ask you a question though let me ask you a question and I, I get where you're going and i think we're on the same page but there are dark angels like lucifer and samuel and you know other legions yes. of angels that are the dark angels could it be that the people who um are proponents of what we would call something evil and something mean like you know beheadings or having people, you know, hurt each other on purpose, are could they be guided by one of these darker angels, just like we would call on Michael for protection? Could they call on Samuel or Satan or whomever you want, Lucifer, to come in and work with them for their agenda? Yes, definitely sense? yes. Yes, hmm. it makes a lot of sense. And, and unfortunately, in this uh, time of hardship, a lot of people go on this side. And it's the dark side. And a lot of people become Satanist or become uh, dedicated, whether it's Lucifer, the devil, Satan, no matter what we call this is the entity of evil that's, that's uh-huh. against the good and against the love and against God. 
And this entity of evil is really a, a presence that's very powerful. And we need Michael. The, nowadays, we need Michael because he is the one who's fighting this. And I absolutely believe that these people, if they don't uh, call on these entities, what they do, because they have hatred in their heart, they let the, the evilness come inside. Because evil... Evil is, is, is energy. It's exactly like, like angels. It's energy. And if you have a lot of hatred and a lot of fears and a lot of, of bad, 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 bad emotions, dark emotions, you attract evil. And then evil uh, empowers you. And evil gives you fuel to, to become uh, darker and stronger and, uh, and having more and more hatred. And then you feel like you have the ultimate power to kill because you have the right to kill because you own the power. This is what evil does. And this is what I absolutely believe. I, I think okay. our non-human beings somehow they're contaminated highly contaminated by pure evil because this is not normal mm -hmm. so could they be a soul group of people that came in because they have like mind and and all that are, are doing this evil work um yeah i think uh, you know the problem is that they on behalf of god they call on these entities that are very negative, they, they they use God as an alibi because you cannot be a good person, you cannot be, uh, you cannot worship God or love God or or connect to God and the angels or whoever you want to connect to on the right side if you have hatred in your heart. It's not possible. If you want to destroy those who don't have your faith, it's not right. Tolerance is part of the good side. You need to be tolerant and let others have a different faith. Whether it's a, it's a, it's even their own faith, the Muslims is their own uh, religion. They have different faiths, mm -hmm. which is which is terrible because it's division. And I'd like to tell our, our listeners today: anything that creates division is evil. Division is pure evil. In family, a lot of people say, "Oh, there's one who does this that." Try to gather everybody around you. Try to send love around you because unity is is uh, is pure God, is pure love, and division uh -huh. is on the evil side. So there's ever anything that does this, but you know, on behalf of God, it's not right. It's a lie, and uh, Satan is the liar. <laughs> He's called the liar. So people who lie are connected to the dark entity. Yes, definitely. Okay. Okay. Now, in your book, you give us um, quite a dissertation on the nine choirs and the three celestial hierarchies. Could you kind of give us a capsule view of what they are? Yes. So we have um, uh, the term angel is uh, encompasses all the different angels and archangels. So it's a generic term. And among these angels, we have the angels at the first level, then we have the archangels, then we have the principalities, we have the thrones, we have all these different orders of angels who will interfere in your life and help you out. And you have the highest, um, uh, the three highest uh, orders uh, who are the thrones, the cherubim and the seraphim. And the four archangels I uh, mentioned before are uh, obviously among these uh, three uh, orders. They're very close to God. And for instance, I would tell our listeners there's a beautiful archangel you can call on anytime. His name is Seraphiel from the seraphim. He's the chief of the seraphim. He's Seraphiel. Mm -hmm. And he is very powerful as the chief of the seraphim. And you can ask him to bring you love, 
and to help you out in your life in general. But he's very good for love and abundance, and but not specifically abundance, like more general stuff and mm-hmm. especially love. He's specialized in love. Uh, he's very good for, for love and as well as Anaya. So these angels have many functions. And I would come back to Michael, the one who fights evil. He also helps the soul. Once the person is uh, has crossed over, he picks up the soul and brings it to heaven. So Michael is, uh, this term, he's a psychopomp, meaning he takes the, the psyche uh, and takes it to God, which is a beautiful function. And uh, he also helps a lot of people to uh, achieve their goals. He's the one who wants us to achieve uh, uh, beautiful things in our life. And I would like to mention here that all these angels of the different levels of the hierarchy, they want us to achieve our mission on earth. We were born to do something special, and this is why we have talents and abilities. This is why we were born, uh, some with the ability to draw, ability to play music, instruments, dancing, whatever. When you were born with all these abilities, it's because you need to use all of them in what you're doing. Uh, if you're clairvoyant, like Monique, you are, you know a lot of things and you feel the energy and you, you work with people and helping them. When you do this, you, you, you are using all your abilities, your, your intelligence, your intuition, your clairvoyance, your generosity, your kindness, everything you are, you're using it for this purpose. And I would like to tell our listeners always question when you don't know exactly what to do, especially for the younger ones who need to find a path, a life path, or for the older ones who really want to change paths, when you decide to change paths, always think of what am I good at? What do I know? What are my skills? And if you can write down all your skills, you will find out what is your path because your path uses all your skills. That is what we are meant for. Okay. And Um, angels help us on this. Okay, well, Jules is listening in, and she asked a question, and she wants to know if there is an angel of death, and if so, who is it? Yes, um, his name is Azrael. Uh, he's the angel of death. He's not negative. He is the the one who is going to help the person to cross over. And an angel of death is a protector. He's not somebody who's going to kill. I want to be very specific on this point. Uh, he's just helping out when it's the time when there is the, we have a time. We all have our time. And when right. it's the right time, he's going to help and he's going to work with Michael, uh, who is going to come and, and take the soul to, to, to heaven. So, or, or whatever you believe in. I say heaven, it can be the great energy to God, whatever you call it. Um, mm. And this is, uh, yes, definitely there is an angel of death that you can pray. If somebody is very sick, you can call him and, uh, and ask him to make this, uh, this passage very easy and very smooth for the person who is uh, very sick. You can definitely pray. And because we're talking about death, I would like to tell our listeners um, something important. If you mm-hmm. want to be connected to a departed, somebody you really loved in your life, whether it's your parents, it's the, um, your spouse, or whoever uh, passed, uh, passed away, it's very important that you keep this contact with this person. And it's, it's real. Really? And it's not something... Yes, you keep contact with the deceased and the departed why? are always with us. Definitely. Why? Um, but why? And it's very... Um, because they 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 love us because it's love it's connection it's energy they you know they they leave their body on earth they leave it here 
and uh, it, it decomposes and becomes uh, whatever it becomes. It's part of the natural cycle of life. But the soul definitely is pure energy, and the soul is going to uh, increase its power. And uh, it's, I have seen in meditation, in an amazing meditation, I have seen souls and angels. And I have seen souls, uh, it's an almond shape, which is quite blurry, and it's a golden light, and inside it's a light that we can see from inside. And the more spiritual you are, the brighter the light inside. And I absolutely know that these, um, these, these departed are with us. Um, I lost my father, I was 27, and for years and years I wondered how can I connect to him. I talked to him, but I didn't feel anything. And then one day I had this idea, probably suggested by the angels, that I should um, uh, entrust him um, with an angel. Like I asked an angel, an archangel, to protect him because he um, had something that I thought would be a very good relationship with the angel. So I connected him to this archangel. And since I started this, I felt like I heard my father talking to me. And Uh that is very interesting. I felt that he was by my side, that he could contact me and be with me because I I had the scent of his skin and his uh, cologne. I really, that was very specific. It cannot be a cologne by itself. It was the, I remember my father with this perfume. It was amazing. I smelled this and the day I smelled this, I said, thank you, uh, uh, this archangel, because you allowed me to reconnect to my father. And since then, we are very connected. So you can do it. Uh, you choose an angel you feel that will be connected to the, the person who, who passed away and connect this person to the angel and ask the angel to protect this person and to help you out to really reconnect you and, and create this uh, vibration on which you can connect to the, the departed person. Okay. But does that impede the departed person's soul growth moving forward if they're so focused with staying or being around whomever's earthbound still? Oh, no, 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 he's not around. He's moved forward. He's in the light and he's where he's supposed to be. But he's Uh he's still, because, you know, it's like angels. They are in a different plane, but still they can come to us. It's the same thing. They can really Uh connect to us, but definitely they are where they're supposed to be. This person is not in limbo, not at all. Otherwise, this person would be a spirit, and we need to um, push these spirits towards the light. And we can do it in a meditation. We can... Um, I did this several times, and a friend of mine was a psychic. Um, I say was because he's in France, uh, and I haven't seen him in a while. But um, he he is a very uh, very famous psychic, and uh, he he was uh, um, well, a friend of his. Uh, said, oh, I, I will lend you my apartment if you want sessions in Paris because he lived uh, elsewhere. And um, he he went to, he stayed in this apartment for a little while. And I saw him there and he told me, uh, we, we were friends, and he said, oh, my God, it's awful. It's uh, very close to a cemetery. And all the spirits come to me and ask me uh, to, <laughs> to send them to the light. <laughs> so he said, it's a nightmare. <laughs> so he said, um, uh, I have to do this. And um, I, I asked him if he, we had the same technique, is to visualize the spirit that's, uh, that's in limbo, that's unhappy to be there, not knowing where to go. You visualize the spirit in, in a vortex of light, and this vortex turns and turns uh, clockwise, and it goes up and up and up, and you send this vortex of golden light to the ultimate light, to the angels. 
and to God. And if you do this, you help a lot of souls who are in limbo to reach the light. It's uh, it's easy to do and it's very effective. Okay, so you don't necessarily need to know who it is. You can just do this, like say if you're sitting in your house and you just feel a presence, exactly. you can just do this? Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. so so what about that little stubborn one that doesn't want to leave? Anything for him or her? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, you know, the ones that you can easily send to the light are are the good ones. Then you have the dark ones, which is more difficult to get rid of. Um, I myself uh, lived in a haunted house in France, and it was not that easy. Um, I suggest that if you have really a dark presence in your house, you need to call somebody uh, who's a specialist, a medium, and somebody who's going to uh, diagnose the nature of this uh, entity, whether it's a spirit, uh, uh, which is not that bad, a spirit Uh which a person can help you with rituals, specific rituals, or if it's a demon that is more difficult, and then you ask it to kind of different procedure, but please do it. Don't let a demon or a dark spirit uh, haunt your house. This is very, very bad. So you call on, um, uh, there's a lot of specialists, demonologists, or people who can do this, and they're very good at it. So Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, let's uh, switch gears for a second. Um, right and smack dab in the middle, you talk about reading cards with the angels. Now, do and you have various techniques, and some of them I actually wasn't aware of, and they're actually quite fun. I, I did some of them. Um, <laughs> do you use a particular deck, or can you use tarot, tarot cards, angel uh, uh, playing cards? How do you read the cards with the angels? Oh, you can use any uh, tarot card. You know, you can do whatever you feel like doing. Uh, it's uh, There's no um, specific uh, deck that you can use. You, I okay. myself can use uh, angel cards, or, and I'm thinking of uh, creating a, a, a special deck. Um, but I think uh, it's, it's tarot, tarot Marta is very good as well. It's very symbolic. You can use it. And um, you can you can really um, have fun, like you said, for reading cards with the angels. You just need to have create this great connection with the angels, and you will definitely become more clairvoyant. Uh, creating this connection, and you with incense and with your ritual, with your prayer, you will enhance the energy and uh, increase a lot your creativity, your interpretation, and your clairvoyance. It's, it's very interesting to do this. And uh, it, it sometimes it's very helpful to find a new orientation. For instance, if you're looking for a different type of uh, activity that you want to uh, to have, or if you want to change job or change uh, path, it's very uh, helping to uh, to read cards and ask angel guidance in this situation. It's very helpful. Okay. Well, the the one that I enjoyed the most was the pyramid shaped um, angel reading, where you put the five of the cards on the base, and then three above that, and then two above that, and one above that, and it had different meetings, of course, to go uh, with that. And folks, you can find that in a book. But I found that to be very, very effective. Very effective. Um, let's see here. Where do I want to go next? You've got so much. I mean, goodness, folks. Again, it's. 545 pages. Now, you've got this great um, uh, subconscious cleanse meditation. First of all, um, well, hold hold that thought for a second. I actually have um, somebody that wants to talk to you, I believe. Okay, awesome. hold on. Hello. Hi, it's Jewel. Hi. Is this Jules? Yay. Well, yes, thank you for your text, <laughs> and now you've called in. So, um, Jules, what questions do you have for us tonight? 
You know, um, you were talking about the angel cards, and I was wondering, you know, would she be willing to do an angel reading? I think that would be wonderful. Is that possible, um, yes, Marie? Yes, of course. Oh, yes, oh, right now. Yay. Yeah, if you, if you don't mind. <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a specific uh, field, a domain, or you want to know or about your life, or do you want a general, something general? Or? Um, well, right at this particular point in my life, I'm looking to find my own place to live and find a job. So, okay. Um, Jewel, anything I else feel, that they have to say? <laughs> okay, I just feel something, Jewel, that uh, you need to connect with Raphael. Um, I think your your energy, you need to enhance your energy. I think you have a little low energy today. Um, and I think it's important that you call on Raphael. He's the Archangel of Health. And he's going to reboost your, your energy, your global energy. I think you need to be more powerful with your energy. So do something with uh, Raphael. He's very helpful for, for at first. And now I'm going to read the cards. Okay. And see what they say. Alrighty. So, um, Jules is getting a special treat. <laughs> Very special. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, Jules, you have um, you have a special destiny to achieve. Uh, don't think your life is um, it's difficult right now, but I can tell you there's a lot of good stuff coming. I see um, I see a couple. Uh, I see somebody who's going. You're going to be uh, with a person who, or I don't know if you're already with somebody, but somebody who is going to um, evolve. Um, are you single or do you have somebody in your life? I'm single. Yeah, so there's somebody who's going to enter your life and somebody who's going to help you on your path and who's going to um, help you with money. And uh, you have very good cards. The only thing I will tell you, um, you need to communicate a lot. If you want to change paths, to do whatever you need to do, you absolutely need to communicate with people and communicate with your own self and regain self-confidence. This is very important. If you do this, you're going to have a lot of good things coming in. But you absolutely need to, like I said, boost your energy first and regain self-confidence because you are worth it. And just look at yourself uh, um, uh, all the time and say, oh, I'm a good person and look, uh, look in the mirror and See your face and look look in, in your own eyes and tell yourself, I'm worth it. I'm a good person. I deserve the best. Uh, do this regularly uh, as when you brush your teeth. Uh, do it very often, as much as possible, and tell yourself, I'm worth it. And ask Raphael to boost your, your inner energy and confidence. And um, I see that there's good stuff coming in. I see you, you will have a couple. You will be with somebody. And I see a big change, a big change. So what you want is going to happen, and I see this happening not a very long time. I think it's just, I just want to tell you, it, it depends on your energy. Because if you have a, a low energy, it's going to take more time. And if you regain energy and boost it, it's going to be quite, quite easy. So uh-huh. it's very good. I see somebody in your life, communication and, and big change and, 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 and positive things. So be very positive and be very confident. And I absolutely believe this is your destiny. It's not something that you, you want to do. It's just that you need 
to be on your new destiny right now. You need to focus on what you are supposed to do. And think of, well, I don't know if you were with us before, but I said just focus on your skills, on what you know how to do and you know how to um, uh, express your, your um, competences. So write them down, make a list of all your competences and look at all these competences and try to find exactly how you can use them. And I really see good, good things coming as long as you take care of your energy and, and work on it. And you can also call on, I don't know if you know this angel, uh, Anael, I don't know if you heard of him. No, I, I no. Want, okay, A N N I E L. Yes, Anael. Yes, and he's the angel okay. of love, and uh, you should um, contact him and connect to him as much as you can because there's love coming in your life. So he will uh, accelerate and, and, and facilitate this uh, connection. But don't forget, communicate. I don't know if you're a good communicator, but you need to work on this anyway. Okay. <laughs> I just want to yeah. tell you it's funny because your name Marie, my middle name is Marie. It's Julia ah. Marie. Yeah, so we have a connection. <laughs> we definitely have. Well, Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was wonderful. You're very thank welcome. You. Okay, thank Jules, so thanks, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, you know, you you give so much um, to people, Marie. You've given so much information in this book. Um, how do you work with people, or are you working with people one on one? Oh yes, yes, I I do sessions, and we uh, uh, we read the cards, we see what's going on, what's missing, what should be worked on, and uh, kind of you know diagnosis of what's going on. And then uh, we have um, a meditation a session, connection with the angels, and and really we work on reboosting uh, the energy and uh, really understanding what's what's wrong and what we how we can improve and increase our power. And um, and also and we end up the session with the meditation that is a great connection, uh, especially in the field that the person needs uh, to connect to. So it's always a, a great session. Usually it's one hour and a half, sometimes two hours. It depends on, oh, wow. on the person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now let me ask you: Who are the most powerful angels that are out there right now? Or period. Well, I would say. Uh, the the most famous ones, of course, like the divas. I call them the divas because we need to have a sense of humor when we talk about angels because angels love to see us cheerful and happy. So uh, we can drink, uh, and, uh, you know, cheers to the angels because they like it and they like when we create all these celebrations and um, just mention this because they really like it. And uh, it's like when we invite our friends, uh, when we have uh, champagne and, and a nice uh, dinner, they enjoy it. So same thing with the angels. They do enjoy our rituals, our altars, and, and everything we can do for them. And, um, yes, so the, the star of the star is Michael, of course. Uh, he's everywhere in the world. There's statues of Michael everywhere in Ukraine and uh, everywhere in all the, the cathedrals and uh, in Vienna, in, in, um, in Rome, in Paris, uh, everywhere. Um, so Michael is the great, great archangel, and he's, uh, I mentioned him before. There's also Gabriel. I didn't talk much about Gabriel. He's a, a very, very uh, interesting messenger. If you have information that you want to learn, uh, call on Gabriel. He will send you the message that you need to receive. And he's very okay. kind and loving, but not, you know, he, he has both sides. He has a feminine side. This is why painters from the Renaissance uh, pretty often represented him as a woman, uh, uh, as a messenger, and sometimes like uh, very, with uh, very feminine features. 
And uh-huh. at the same time, he's a very strong warrior against evil as well. So uh, he's very powerful. Uh, Gabriel is a very good angel, and he protects love as well. And uh, there is also Uriel. Uh, he's less uh, known. He's a beautiful archangel. He is represented with a thunder, so he's powerful. He's, he comes from the Middle East, from Babylon, and he's very powerful. And uh-huh. especially, Monique, uh, you can call on Uriel for your sessions because he uh, helps us to increase our clairvoyance um, for mediumship, for everything that's related to uh, communication with the other world, with the spiritual world, he is there. And he also increases our power. He's a very interesting archangel. And we also have Raphael. So for all the listeners who have uh, uh, problems, health problems, uh, Raphael is the one. He is really uh, the one uh, who uh, helps us uh, uh, stay in good health and and heal. And uh, I can, if I have time, um, tell you a little story. One of my friends oh, had sure. a, a brain. Uh, okay, great. A brain tumor. A brain tumor that was not a cancer, but still it was a very nasty brain tumor that was uh, intricated with uh, an artery. And um, mm-hmm. she had surgery, and uh, they were, she was my neighbor. And her husband at midnight uh, called me and said, oh, my God, she's, it went on very bad. And uh, the artery, uh, they cut the artery, they had to fix it, and she's in a coma. And this uh-huh. is how we were. So I told him, well, uh, call the children. She, she has three children. I said, call the children, and all together we met in his house. And I said, now you're going to pray, uh, Raphael. You're going to pray, pray, pray. God, Raphael, the angels, pray to everybody and focus on Raphael to heal her. And we stayed uh-huh. up all night praying, praying. I didn't sleep at all. I was dressed in a white gown to, to be very pure in the energy and burning incense and candles and praying. And in the morning, um, he said, uh, I want to go and see her. But he didn't hear it. He couldn't call the hospital being afraid that they will say, no, she's not there anymore. And uh-huh. um, so I drove him uh, to Paris. That was one hour from Paris. And we drove, and uh, I could see him in the real mirror. He was so, so, so devastated, feeling, I'm going to learn that my wife is dead. So we arrived in um, the hospital, and um, he saw the anesthetist uh, who said, oh, he called him, said, I need to see you. And he was so, so scared. And he came back a few minutes later in the waiting room with a grin on his face. And uh-huh. he stared at me, and he said, she wants to see you. And I couldn't believe my eyes. She was with a huge, huge bandage on her brain, on her skull. They uh-huh. literally opened the skull to, you know, to, uh, for the surgery, for the operation. They literally opened the skull. And so this is why she had this huge bandage. But she looked at me and said, oh, here you are. I'm so happy to see you. And she was perfectly fine. And she recovered very well. So this is an uh, incredible experience. But we prayed all night and we focused, gathered all our energy, focused on Raphael and healing on God and all the angels. And we said, we want uh, to, to, to save her. And uh, uh-huh. this happened. So well, when you experience fabulous. this, it's fabulous. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, in 30 seconds or less, um, give us some pearls of wisdom, okay, for our audience. Leave us with an angelic pearl of wisdom. Oh, well, I just want to tell you, love. Always believe in love. Love is the key to everything in your life. If you love, you will see miracles around you. So focus on love. Connect to the angels. Stay connected as much as you can. Every time you feel stressed and fearful, 
ask the angels to reassure you, to support you, to assist you. This is their mission. Don't disturb them. You never disturb them. This is what they're supposed to do. So just ask them and they will come for sure. And always think of love in terms of love with your your mind, with your heart. Love always. Okay. Well, thank you, folks. We've been speaking with um, Marie Fogerolas, and the book is Angels, the Definitive Guide from Around the World. You guys take care until we connect again. And Marie, thank you very much. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you, Monique. Namaste. Alrighty. Thank you so much. Namaste.